Welcome to the Diversity on the Hill podcast with Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Curcio. Here are the ground rules for our conversation. Respect one another. Openness. No assumptions allowed. Mistakes are welcome. And let's grow together. Enjoy the conversation. Hello, everybody. Oh, there was, it is. That was almost melodious. Ah, it was melodious. Nah, 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 nah. It, don't be cursio kind there. No, no, no. Almost no. melodious. I thought when you did that, I thought you were going to bust out the what up, everybody. So glad you're here. PJPK are back and we're here to stay. I don't know. Oh, man. I, I hear a little 90s rap no, going there on. Was in there was that old school stuff in there, yes. isn't it? Yeah, but no, that's I, I pulled that from somebody else, so that doesn't count. But all right, whatever. <laughs> so hey, uh, I'm PJ and PK, and you are listening to the Diversity on a Hill podcast. Of course, if you're listening, you probably already knew that. So why am I telling you? Because we're just glad to have you. But why do people do that? Why, if you're like, I'll, I'll listen to a podcast, and huh? they will say, "Hey." You're listening to this podcast. I know. I clicked on this podcast. Do you think I forgot in the three seconds it took me to press play to now but, to forget what podcast I'm listening but to? But what if somebody else was the one who played it? What do you mean? Like, what if somebody else was in, I don't know, the house or the car or, uh, I don't know, in the room and decided to play the podcast that and they didn't know what you chose? You know what it is? It's kind of a thing of a bygone generation of radio stuff where you're turning the radio station and like, hey, you're listening to blah, 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 blah. And this is the because you might not know the radio. So podcasts have kind of taken that over, though. You don't need to do that on podcasts. Okay, so are you saying that we need to change something on Diversity on the Hill? I'll probably still end up doing it because every place (laughs) I listen to it is kind of in the fabric now. Then why do you bring it up? I just think it's dumb. <laughs> but I do dumb things, and I know I do dumb things. I'm admitting I do dumb things. Uh, well, I do too. I mean, that's inevitable, and probably most of our listeners do too, which we're glad that you're joining us yet again. If we didn't lose you last episode, <laughs> we're really glad you're back. Yeah. Uh, but again, we're diversity on the hill, diversity with the sea. You already know this. And but can, that's important. Now, that is yeah. important because that's how you reach us. Yeah. At we need diversity. To know that. Yes. You have to know at diversity on a hill uh, for the IG. Right for Instagram, IG. all right, and then if you want to reach us where we want to hear from you, uh, send us an email, yeah. diversity on a hill at gmail.com. You could also send us a direct message on IG because we've gotten people have talked to me that way too. Nice, yeah, because so either way, whichever way you want to talk to us, those are two opportunities to talk to us, or you can see us in person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some of you see us in person. Hey, some of you have my cell phone number. If you want to talk to me, go ahead, call, call me. It's okay. Yeah, same here. Yeah. You know, if I don't know you, you don't have my cell phone number. So don't call me because that'd be really weird. (laughs) How did you get my cell phone number to begin with? But we still want to hear from you again. Your opportunity, diversityonahill at gmail.com. Diversity with the C. Boom. Boom. Love it. Yeah. So what are we doing? We're just going to have some some fun this week. We're going to do a a couple clickbaits here. Uh Oh. So I have some. This is a clickbait episode for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some that you know we'll talk about some some religious stuff and maybe some non-religious some, stuff. Yeah, maybe some sun, fun silly stuff as well. I've got a I've got a list for you that might be in, it's interesting to me. Oh, okay. I don't know if it's interesting to you, but it's well, like, I saw you doing the silly dance here earlier, so I think you're really excited about these uh, silly this list. dance. What's the silly dance look like? Oh well, you you're just dancing over there. Yeah, and every dance I do is silly. You're correct. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> oh man, I did not say that, but sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You said you did the silly dance, and I don't remember doing a silly dance. I remember oh. just doing something that I thought was pretty cool and awesome. Oh, but apparently, man. all my dancing was silly. No, well, I, I, not I mean, all. you you said it. You only did one dance. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm Adventist. All oh. I got is the the one dance. Oh, I guess I'm the not Adventist. The one bad then. Adventist dance. Oh, there you go. You then, know what I'm saying? Wait, so does that mean that I'm not Adventist if I know how to yeah, do different dances? I mean, you know, we'll we'll talk about that later <laughs> off the air. We may have to rebaptize you. Well, I hope that uh, more than one dance move. Uh oh. That my uh, 
our superiors do not hear this podcast. Mm, don't worry, I don't think they. Want, <laughs> I don't think they want to be associated with. Oh, they want. They want uh, plausible deniability. There you go. So plausible, plausible deniability. They're not listening. Don't worry. All right. Well, I, I I'd be surprised. I know there are some people at the conference office that said that they do listen to us. So that's very interesting to see how that would go. But um, okay, cool. We want to hear from them too. So we'll see if they text us or summon us to the office. Uh, the ideas on this podcast do not necessarily reflect the the ideas <laughs> and ideologies of the Georgia Covenant Conference. Oh, I like what you did there. <laughs> now that is what we call the fine print. Mm-hmm, that's the fine print. Well, hey man, let's uh, let's have a quick little break here, a quick little interlude, and let's jump into this bad boy. Let's do it. All right, we're uh, currently returning oh, to podcasting. Look at you, Mr. Sophisticado. Yeah, yeah. So the first one uh, that I have for you uh-huh. is kind of more of a, a kind of a spiritual thing or a, 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 a church thing. Have you heard of the Flat Irons Church? No. No, I hadn't either. Okay. I was just, <laughs> this was a YouTube rabbit hole. Okay. You know, I've, okay. it's interesting, my, my YouTube, you know, kind of how it suggests things for you, the, the algorithms. Mm. It's very interesting because I do research for certain things on YouTube or right. I look up certain things. I, and it's such an interesting algorithm that I have. It has like some silly, weird stuff. And like I told you, sometimes it gives me stuff that I didn't even know. Why are you showing me this? Some things are like super conservative. Some things are like super liberal. And it's like I, my... The, the person who's doing the YouTube algorithm for me is probably thinking, this guy is all over the place. <laughs> he does not know what he believes. Because, <laughs> uh, anyways, I saw this thing on the Flat Irons Church. I guess this is some big mega church. Okay. Um, and the person on the YouTube was talking about their music choices in church. And I thought it was very interesting. So part of their worship service, mm-hmm. their praise band does non-praise band songs they do secular music in their non in their church service they do really secular music interesting what, what's the first thing that pops into your brain when, when i tell you this um it sounds more like a concert okay some people would say the worship music that we tend to listen to is like a concert too. So, you know, oh, that's a good point. I mean, you asked what was the first thing popped in my head. I thought a concert. And sure. then after that, I thought, well, they're covering their favorite bands maybe. And then, which led me then to say, I know I had a lot of things that flowed through my brain uh, initially. Anyhow, and then I'm like, is it really a church service? So they do it part of their church service. They'll mix in these songs and then they'll have the sermon and then they'll, you know, they'll go through church, but it's part of their, now they are a, a Sunday church, so they'll go through their, you know, things. But it, it was very interesting as they talked about this, and some of the songs they, they pick are just the most wide variety of songs. What kind of songs do you think would be appropriate for church if you're listening to a secular? I mean, is there is there is there a appropriate secular song for church? Well, they, some people would argue that... Would they? I don't know. That... <laughs> <laughs> that some of our even Christian songs today mm. are have a secular tone or hint to them. Well, we won't. Should we go deep in deep dive into that? Oh, I don't want to go deep know. dive into that quite yet. Because, anyways, so they'll play songs from groups like Billie Eilish, huh? or artists, because she's yeah. not a group. Right, I think right. she's a person. Sure. Um, more modern, but they'll do stuff from Nirvana. Oh, this particular church even did something from Eminem. Really? Wow. Yeah. And so when you think of church service, uh, those three names don't necessarily no come to mind. Not really. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. Uh, oh, I guess this is where you would dub me as Curcio Kind. Okay, so no, no, I want you to be Curcio Kind so I can make fun of you. <laughs> so I'm saying this is a unique approach to uh church i guess what they're trying to do is relate with their members and trying to get them comfortable and ready to listen to uh the message Mm. um i mean the the argument for 
maybe this kind of approach. And again, I this is the first time I hear about Flatirons Community uh, Church. Um, my my thought process is, if people tend to listen to Billy English, Irish, Eilish, Eilish thanks, yes. Billy Eilish, mercy, um, Eminem, or you know Nirvana or something like that during the week. Mm-hmm then maybe they can relate with them a little bit even more on Sunday when they go to church and then be open to listening to the sermon after they get their groove on or jam on. I don't know. Interesting. But again. Isn't that a kind of a weird way to relate, though? Let yeah. me relate to you. If someone did drugs during the week <laughs> and you just toked up some marijuana on stage well, to relate to them, well, in a state where it was legal. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Okay, now I I get that. Um, the or o- let's say, uh, you show a movie clip of a movie. You know, that's to relate. And now some people do that as part of their sermons. I know yeah. of some of these mega churches that will show clips of movies and base their sermon well, series on movies. Well, how about the churches that have baristas? And have coffee oh. as you're heading into oh, church. Oh, did you hear that? Baristas. You know? So, they got all fancy so, on me. <laughs> what if they have a barista? I mean, I mean Instead just of just saying, saying they got coffee. No. Coffee shop. No, well, you had to go, a barista. Well, well, what I'm trying to get at, right, is these these are unique ways mm-hmm. to create a comfortable environment for those who are attending. So the, the pastor addressed it in one of his sermons. Okay. He had a whole sermon based upon it. Wow, you actually dig deep on this didn't you well i saw i saw this youtube thing and basically he said hey listen because of the cross and because of things and and the way jesus is everything is at our disposal to use everything is ours to redeem now i actually kind of like that concept of redemption and redeeming things and bringing things back for god so that's kind of one of my things even for music because some people believe that drums are evil and bad i believe that that's just a tool used to do something well you don't think we lost enough listeners last week now you're trying to yeah yeah um it's just a tool like a guitar is a tool it could be used for the glory of god or for the glory of not god just like my voice is a tool yeah my life yeah. is a tool yes and to say because this person let's say this person was once a criminal and in jail mm-hmm. and he was a murderer yeah. Maybe his name was David and he was in the Bible and he was also an adulterer. Mm. <laughs> and to say, listen, that was secular and that cannot be redeemed for God. I like that concept because I do believe we can redeem music. We can even redeem beats. Okay, but, but here's my question then. <laughs> this is what's brewing in my brain. Okay. Did they change the words? No, and that's my, my other thing. They are actually singing the words to the songs of like they use an example they were singing the nirvana smells like teen spirit now i know that song i was in the 90s i went to high school that was super popular there is nothing spiritual at all about that song okay and they just performed it straight up i to me that's not redeeming the song or redeeming the person i the song has already been manifested Right. It's like saying, I'm going to redeem a piece of work that has already been done. I don't think that's possible. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't redeem, uh, let's, let's say you do a work of art and it has something vulgar on it. Mm-hmm. How do you redeem that? Well, you kind of have to paint over it. Yeah, you got to change it. You got to change it in some way. Yeah. And so, I, while I love the concept it's not the implementation is not the actual concept well and and this is why i'm i'm saying i had all these things flooding my mind because i'm like okay sure so you want to redeem it i hear you but how mm. all right here's another excuse he uh, i mean uh reason he gave for using it uh-huh, but. <laughs> he said uh something to the fact of the world is asking good questions and we are just bringing these songs in because they're asking the right questions. Maybe they're not coming to the right um, conclusion, but they're asking good questions. And we want to address these questions. The songs are asking the right questions. The world is asking, yeah, these songs. They're bringing up good questions in these songs. And we're, and what's funny is the songs that they're using aren't questioning anything. The, if you've seen the lyrics to Smells Like Teen Spirit, it's asking no questions. <laughs> it's a bunch of marbly jarbly words. And it's really, they're, they're, they're not questions. It's just saying things. Mm. And some of the songs that they use are, I mean, they're 
borderline inappropriate. Okay. And they're not even asking, like, it's not, they're not choosing songs that are asking questions. And according to this video, they're not turning those songs and then preaching about those songs. They're just using them in a set. And then the preacher did say, hey, and some of the songs we just love. And you're just like, oh, oh, so there's no purpose at all except you like it. And it was, yeah, at that point in time, I think he showed his cards. And this is why I was saying, <laughs> you got me. You know, I'm like, I got all these things floating in my brain. Is this something I would attempt in the youth department? Probably not. Well, um, and here's the thing. Secular music at times is okay. Oh, yeah. That's uh, not even where I'm getting at. Like, when I say I'm eclectic with my music, I am very eclectic with my music. Um, but what I'm trying to say is, Music also serves a purpose. It's also a tool, like we were talking about earlier. And the the purpose that we're trying to accomplish with the music at this particular point in time, uh, for this particular setting, is to draw us closer to God and prepare us to hear what we understand God is going to say through whoever's speaking, right? But the truth is we want God to speak even through the music because the speaker may not be the, the thing that gets you, mm -hmm. right? Or gets to you, sorry. It's maybe the music, right? But if you're playing Nirvana and you're playing all these other um, artists, that their intent when they created the music was not to let God speak through them. And it might have been the opposite. Might have. Then, you know, I don't understand. I don't think it fits. Well, as I've become an OG, <laughs> which if you listen to the last episode, means yeah. old geezer now. We have, yeah. uh, we have redeemed that for our own purposes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I've I've actually changed my my stance on music over time. I've I've become obviously in, in many aspects of my life more conservative because I've realized that much of the secular music that I grew up on is not redemptive in any way. Mm. It is actually it actually brings me down or, or points me to things that aren't now now as an older person I, I have a more discerning ear and I'm able to discern more and, and see some questions and see some things that I can be like oh here's something I can bring out of this song for the glory of God but th this is not the song's intent so I'm actually more careful I do believe the more I do believe everything we do in life should lead us closer to Christ yeah amen and a lot of the songs and artists that are out there do not do that they True. lead to a worldview mm -hmm. a, a worldly worldview and they lead you down some Sometimes some some paths that we sh our minds shouldn't go down. Mm. I mean, we talked about some of the um, little Nas in in his music and his music video. Remember yes, that? How that? Yes, we did. We perverted our eyes with that one, and I am so sad we had to see that. Um, oh yeah. And so we were trying to look at that through eyes of discernment. Which, if you have any eyes, it doesn't take any discernment. <laughs> and that's the thing with some of these songs. I remember growing up as a kid. Did you ever watch those videos about like hell called Hell's Bells, which it talked about all the back back masking of songs and the secrets? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and yeah. it scared you as a kid, and you're like, I'm never listening to yeah. that again. Yeah, yeah. What's funny is, as I got older, I realized they didn't have to show me that video. You know what they had to do was show me the lyrics forwards, <laughs> because the lyrics forwards were inappropriate. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were bad. They were contrary to the kingdom of heaven. Understood. Yeah. And it's and very interesting to me the way, if you do it backwards, it says do drugs. It does it. It says it forwards too. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, okay. So my, my take on that too is I've been more careful as I've gotten older mm -hmm. of the songs that I listen to. Like I am eclectic. I do listen to mm -hmm. secular music. Um, but I am more careful with what I listen to and uh, what I expose, for instance, my children to. Mm, yeah. Right. Um, I want I don't want to keep them in a bubble because they will be uh, tempted to listen to yeah. what the world has to say. Mm. Right. Uh, even in music. Mm. And I want to make sure that they understand, hey, look, it, I know this is just a matter of when. So let's be safe about it. Let me teach you what I do. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and how I see that it's it's one of those um, opportunities mm -hmm. for me to connect with my kids. And at the same time, uh, I don't want to say control, but I want to trickle that exposure, you know, little by little for them uh, in a in a controlled environment. Mm -hmm. If you want to interesting approach, if you want to call it that. Right. Mm -hmm. um, because, like I said, 
Uh, what I don't want is for them to have zero idea, go in and just want to try a little bit of everything. And yeah, but can't just, you can't you do that without exposure to it? Can't you say here here are some things that are out there? Be careful. Yeah. Well, again, like you said, they. I don't want them to be afraid. Like I grew up afraid of music, right? In in that sense, uh, what I want them to do though is be careful what they're putting into their brains. Sure. Yeah. Right. So totally I would right. I would rather tell them, look, look, look at the lyrics, you mm-hmm. know, of the certain songs and what have you, because the the beat could be attractive or whatever. But what they're saying is like, whoa. Um, so that's that's kind of just being mindful and being careful. Yeah. Um, however, playing secular songs in a worship service does not fit. Nah, at least it, not in my opinion. It didn't fit. And what he was saying was, I mean, he it was very interesting. He was a very smooth talker. And the way he had crafted his message made it seem like it was spiritual and that those who didn't didn't agree with him, well, they're not spiritual and they're looking at the wrong thing. And there was kind of and you're just like, well, no, you're just you're just glossing this over and using Bible text kind of out of context, by right, the way. Right. That had nothing to do with what he was trying to do. And when he showed his cards, he was like, and some songs we just love. And it was like, well, the songs are inappropriate out of church. I don't know how they're appropriate in church. Mm, and well. And the the person who was um, kind of on this thing, kind of some of his arguments were like, wouldn't you hate to be the person who brought someone to a music that was inappropriate? And they're like, oh, I really like this song. Let me check out this worldly person and check out their music. Because some of the artists that they were playing, they've you know showed other songs and lyrics from those people that were just eh, not good. Anyways, that was my first clickbait wow. of the day. We oh, went yeah, yeah. over the river and through the woods on this yeah, one. Yeah, that was good. That got us going. You know. Oh, yeah. I'm with you. I just thought it'd get us sparking somehow. Nice. All right. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the church. All they're right. Probably, I looked them up. They're probably playing uh, Nirvana right there. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. Next clickbait. Do we want to do a little music here or do we just want to jump into it? Ah, I think we just jump into it. All right. Kanye West. Talking about secular music. Oh, Mr. Christianity. But how is he? Yeah, he, So he's gone to Christian. Yeah. He's gone to Christian. He became Christian. Justin Bieber has some Christian songs too now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that. What do we think about that? <laughs> that's an well, I, for those, I know that we got some people are up, up to thing. I, I guess I didn't know much about it till after I, you know, camp. There was like this new album, Donda, coming out. And there was a lot of hype around yep, it. Yep, and yep. a lot of secret a secret i don't know something about it he was living in the mercedes uh what is the arena no the stadium oh the mercedes benz yeah, yeah in atlanta in atlanta yeah i guess he had some big concert there and he yeah and he released his album to this mm-hmm. big listening party mm-hmm. and a lot of the lyrics are spiritual a yeah. lot of the lyrics are christian yeah i mean very if you just listen to the lyrics very spiritual very mm-hmm. Now, the music, some would say, is not, depending right. on your taste. Right. Once again, I believe all, almost all music can be redeemed. I don't think all. <laughs> if you're all. yelling in a demonic voice, that seems a little weird to me to yep. be a Christian. Anyways, that, that's just me. Maybe I'm old. Maybe I'm just an OG. But I do think there are certain <laughs> things that, well, anyways, we won't get into that. But Kanye West has a, has a concert. Yeah. Did, did you hear about this concert? I did. What did you, what'd you hear about it? Did you hear any kind of... Because there were some things that were interesting. No, I just heard about the concert. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't delve into it. Like you didn't hear any specifics I, about no, it? No, I sure didn't. Well, I guess he, there was some imagery there where he set himself on fire. I, I don't know. A lot of interesting imagery. I guess he had a, 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 like a mock marriage or a remarriage. And people don't know what it is. Like back with his ex-wife who maybe is now his wife again, Kim Kardashian. I don't know. Yeah. I guess she was there or maybe she was there and they did like this mock ceremony at the end of the thing. He kind of levitated up into the air. Really? Flew up into the sky. And and this is all while, while doing his music. And then the one point, the one part that was interesting, he brought out for one of his songs, Marilyn Manson. You know who Marilyn Manson is? Uh, Yes. Yeah. In a concert, to his album that's supposed to be Christian music, right? Yeah. He brings out I'm, Marilyn Manson. I'm Man- just processing this. Just go ahead. And by the way, Marilyn Manson is a self-professed Satanist. He has said he is a Satanist. Yes. So interesting, right? 
Yes. Now, all of this weird imagery and kind of stuff well, can be seen as some people call it artsy, but then Marilyn Manson comes out. And then I know right now there's probably some young people out there listening to Donda thinking, oh, this is awesome. It's Christian. He's gone Christian. But I wonder if we need to also, we talked about discernment about secular songs uh-huh. in our last segment. Yep. What about discernment in spiritual songs too? Yes. <laughs> So, ah, uh, have you listened to any of his music, by the way, when no. it's spiritual? I've, I've, I've listened to a little bit. So, uh, I believe in conversions. Boom. And I leave, leave in redeeming music and redeeming people. Uh, there you go. So, can God touch a heart and someone listen? Mm-hmm. And I believe yes. I believe well, yes. he used... False prophets in the Bible to actually prophesy for him. Yes. Balaam, we know Balaam. Yep, was one of them, yes. Yeah. So, wow. So here's here's the challenge. Uh, I also know, um, knew, let me not say no because we, we don't stay in contact really, but I, I knew an aspiring Christian artist, mm-hmm. Christian rapper. Mm-hmm. He's an Adventist guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he said part of the challenge when he was touring with some other groups mm-hmm is that some of these Christian groups, unfortunately, with the fame, with um, the exposure, mm-hmm. um, they don't get paid the way that like these other artists do. But sometimes they want to live that life. Mm. And he says that he's been on tours with a Christian group that he was like, you would question if you saw what happened behind the scenes whether or not they're actually committed to Christ. Mm -hmm. And I cannot speak to Kanye's or Justin Bieber's or anyone's heart. That's not Mm. a talent God gave me. Um, However, it's very interesting to me when I see this happen and then there is some showmanship. Mm -hmm. Like people want to go watch freaking country for instance they say they're a great concert i've seen them live they are really good yeah they're very entertaining but there has to be some entertainment factor to it but does there have to be okay so 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 in this society today mm-hmm. there has to be almost well it, i'm not saying that there has to be because it's a concert do you understand what i'm saying yeah. i enjoyed the king's heralds i enjoyed the heritage singers like these people were not showmen they were not it's not like i just wanted to hear the songs and praise the lord listening to them sing it live but there right? was some showmanship even there yeah but it was it was different but there's yeah, still acapella was really good too you know like like live but and it's that like, kind of stuff it's like saying there's a difference between king and country and the gaither band the gaither band is a lot more re- reserved but when they start doing their runs and they start doing their thing, there's some showmanship there. Sure. It's, it's just a different kind of showmanship. Okay, it's different. You're right. It's not the same. And to me, a concert is inherently showmanshipy. Okay. I, I mean, I even, I even have a problem sometimes with praise music and praise bands, like even like our own people. Sometimes I wonder if we should just turn off the lights and sing. That's a good one. Wouldn't it be cool just, I mean, still have that, like, I believe in good music. I do believe in doing your best. I don't mind visual things. I don't mind that. Uh-huh. But I'm wondering sometimes, it, like, if the person, like, when I've led music, there is a there is sometimes a little bit of, you know, well, people are watching you, and, and that shouldn't be the, per- well, we're going down a road that's, Wow. Yeah, Anyways, yeah. and it's I don't have a, I don't, kind of what happened. Yeah, yeah, I don't have a problem with King Country. I don't have a problem with showmanship. I do believe that there is a difference between a worship yeah. and a Christian concert. Right. And I don't believe there's a problem with a Christian concert. No. Because I do believe a Christian concert can still be entertaining and still be uplifting. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I do wish they were a little less about the artist in, in in all reality. That's but but with with Kanye West. But hold on, hold on. Before you go, okay, go. Okay. So so you're talking about if the concert was less about the artist, then could it possibly become a worship service? I mean, I think everything we do should be worship. Okay, but but this whether is whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it to glory of the God. The glory of God, right? And you can say that you're using your God given gifts, yeah. right, to sing. And or I do believe God gave but, us visual cues and listening cues to enjoy creative process. Right. And I agree with that. But what I'm saying is then it would probably change 
the focus of the concert. Yeah. Or the purpose of the concert. Because in essence, and help me if I'm wrong here, or our audience, help me if I'm wrong here. Diversity yeah, because I try to help him all the time, and he doesn't listen. <laughs> Diversityonahill at gmail.com. Diversity he doesn't know my opinion is right. <laughs> so, so a concert, the purpose of the concert is to listen to the person singing or the group that's singing. Wow. Oh, yeah, but it shouldn't be. It should be listening if for the message Christian, in the vision. Yeah. It shouldn't be. See, this, this is what I'm getting yeah, at. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, if, it's, if it's a Christian concert, then the goal is to use the talents God gave me to share the message of God or mm-hmm. God's love to these people who enjoy the music that God gave me, right? But in the world, you want to go listen to pentatonics is because you enjoy pentatonics. Yeah, you're glorifying more the people than you are the message. That's it. That's very interesting. I listened to a podcast where there was a, a, a Christian rapper who was talking about this. And he was like, there's a difference between Christian music because sometimes the, the, there's a less of an attraction to the actual artist and more attraction to the subject of the artist. Mm. And he's like, that changes like some of the shirts they sell and right, kind of right. some of the, the things they do. And like they get attacked more on social media if they do something that someone doesn't agree with. And they're like, well, we're still people. Right. But it's more about, and I do agree, it should be more about that. But when we go back to Kanye, so it, it's very interesting because I do believe that a non-Christian who liked Kanye before could listen to that message and be like, hey, I wonder what this is all about. But as a Christian, is it a slippery slope for us to be listening to Kanye? Because I'll be honest, and maybe Kanye is just a spiritual baby and we have to give him credit there. Right. Because I want to make sure that I'm not being judgmental right, right, as, right. as well, but to like, like his first album. I listened to it once through just to kind of listen to it and see, because I know a lot of young people were listening to it and talking to it. And there was a couple songs that had some nice message. There was one song that he was talking about money though. Still like the Lord blesses me and I got all this money and you know, and I was like, well, that's the wrong focus. Well, that depends. No, it was. It was because I need to get some. And anyways, it was, trust me, when I listened to it. Okay, okay, okay. The focus was definitely more on basically himself. And, you know, I I need to make sure I get mine. So let me explain. Because there's also the prosperity gospel. And that's out there. Yes. Right. And I'm not, and I'm not defending him. I'm just saying that if in his, in, in, in his spiritual infancy. But I believe prosperity gospel is wrong. Okay, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. we want to say that the song wasn't about God, and it was more about him. Yes. However, if his belief came through the prosperity gospel. Okay, I, I see what you're saying. Then he's going to sing based on is. his right. witness or testimony. But, now, yeah. I, listened to, I listened to a little bit of his second album. It was a lot more eclectic and weird, and I knew some of the stuff about it, so I was a little weirded out, but it, it was actually a little bit more centered around this concept and, and seemed to be a little less about, but I didn't listen to all the songs. It was like three or four of them, but I'm just like, I'm just wondering like us as Christians, we need to make sure that we're discerning too, making sure that the, like, and even like with Bieber. Yeah. Like he sings Christian songs, but like, what's the overall, I don't want to judge him. I, I don't want to, I, I think I don't, I can't judge his heart, but I, I also want to make sure that we give our, our young people and ourselves power to discernment because listen, I sometimes listen to music in high school when one, one, like one person came out with a Christian song. Yeah. Like it was one. And I was like, Oh, they're singing about God. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. And I've listened to it. And then the rest of the album had nothing to do about God. And some had to do about ethical problems, yeah, moral yeah. problems. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Talking yeah. about premarital sex and yeah, all this I've kind of that. stuff. I've and then that. you're less like, but this one song's about God. So they must be, and it becomes this justification and we need to be careful that a little bit of truth doesn't lead us down the wrong path because the devil in Garden of Eden gave actually quite a bit of truth yep. <laughs> to lead people astray. And, and so we need to make sure that we're discerning in all things, I believe. Right. And again, I am not encouraging or discouraging you from listening to Kanye. I mean, it, some people treat... A little bit, maybe. <laughs> I mean, what? So, so Did I say people, that out loud? No, I don't know. So some people uh, will use this example, and um, PJ, tell me what you think about this, mm. where they're like... Wrong! If you, oh, you haven't said it yet. If Sorry. you're transitioning, <laughs> for instance, from eating meat to being a non-meat eater, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, vegetarian meat mm-hmm. is a tool you can use to make that transition. Well, the, the, the challenge becomes... 
that some people transition to veggie meat and they they stop there, right? And the idea is, yeah, what's wrong with that? I like it. I like veggie meat. What are you, what are you looking at me? For? Well, I'm just, I'm you not judging looking, me because no. I like big franks. I'm looking at you because cool, we're talking, we're having a conversation. Not, not cool, so <laughs> look at across Listen, the table. Scallops fried. Oh, I love, with some I love fried scallops. Garlic and oregano. Oh, come on. Hey, listen, dinner roast. Boom. I'm just a sucker for that. All right. All right. So, so, so again, <laughs> the, the the thought process is, but I'm not trying to transition out of me eating. So that's oh, not you're one of those. I am one of those. So the <laughs> so the idea is, uh, if you're trying to go full next week's fledged, topic, right? meat. Why is Curcio wrong? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so so then the 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 idea then is that this kind of music, like Kanye's music, Bieber's music, like these kind of people, is a transition into something else. It's it's what some people um, argue, where it's like you know. They wouldn't listen to any Christian rapper, but they'll listen to Kanye because they listened to Kanye before. So there's some rapport there. So Kanye is actually uh, using his platform to share Christ, right? And then they're like, well, yeah, you start there and you transition, you know, to other artists later on. But so so my my thinking my thinking is if if that's the idea, I don't know, but I know people who are just ultra comfortable and that's where they lie and that's where they get their their spirituality from yeah. i was gonna say spiritual high but that doesn't fit so i don't have a listen i know the lord can use anyone like Agreed. i said he used balaam but i do believe he used the donkey I, if we're already yeah. <laughs> no, and balaam balaam's donkey and balaam too no, ba ba balaam's donkey was named balaam no, I'm saying he used Balaam, and I'm saying he also used the donkey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so I can always, use any old donkey. Yeah, right? yeah. When I heard yeah, that, yeah. like like an OG like me. Yeah, yeah, OG. Or, or old, OD? Old donkey. I don't know. Yeah. Right, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, you just lost me there. Now I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. Um, I, I do think he can use Kanye and other people that, but I want to make sure that we're, we as Christians are also being discerning. Okay. The Marilyn Manson thing really bothered me. Now that to me yeah. was like, listen, I was in shock as yeah, you were, we're talking. Really I was just mixing trying to really <laughs> that, that and, and that's where the discernment needs to come in. And it's like, oh. hey, listen, are we trying to get closer to God or are we just trying to be cool and listen to music that's appealing just for appealing sake? Mm. Mm? Huh? Well, and it, it says God. So great. And that's what I'm teaching my daughters to mm -hmm. where not every song that mentions God's name makes it religious. Right. Or right or good. Right. We need to, you know, by the fruits, you shall know that. Discern. should see. Discern. Discernment in all areas. All right. Last clickbait. Okay. For the, unless you have one. Do you have one today? No, I mean, I, I know I Actually. dropped this on you kind of no, last minute. No, it's all good. So. Go ahead. So last clickbait is near and dear to my heart. Mm. Have any ideas? Donuts. Yeah. Ah, come it. on now. We got to talk about the donuts. So, there are several articles that always talk about this. Yeah, Absolutely. And a lot of the articles, this particular article that I'm looking at, there's several, like I said, there's several that come out from time to time. And I just I just Googled one because I really wanted to talk about it. Uh-huh. The best donuts in every state. Oh, get, let's go. Yeah. What state do you want to know about? Because this is what I'm all about, man. So I always like to look at these. And maybe you could pull one out because maybe you'll get a different one. The particular one I have, sorry, it's not an Adventist site. It's food and wine. Uh, but it's biblical wine, so non-fermented. <laughs> uh, food and non-fermented wine. How do you know that it wasn't fermented? What? Uh-oh. Uh, well, do we want to get theological no. into that now? No, we no, can no. have a Bible study, no, no, but no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Anyways, all right, let's go. So it, it, it goes through each state talking about the best donuts in each state. Okay. And I have seen these before, and I've looked at them, and I agree with some of them sometimes, and I don't agree with some of them sometimes, and some I have can't have an opinion because I don't know enough about that state. Really? Or I've been to that place. Oh, you haven't had it? Or I haven't had it from that particular place. Okay. All right. I will say the first one uh, that it gave me here is Florida. And really? I, I'm from Florida. No, why I looked at it is because I'm from Florida, and I go to Florida a lot, so I like to look up. Of course. This particular one um, see if you could pull up any of them too, but this one says the Florida best donut place is called the Salty Donut. Where is it? It's actually in Orlando. They might have a couple really? places because it's um, they have one in Miami, I think, as well. But the Salty Donut is uh, it's actually a chain. They have some. The first Salty Donut I went to, I've been to the Salty Donut. The first one I went to was Sweet. in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Really? 
And it was delicious. They were amazing. So I went to one in Orlando a couple weekends ago, and I went back again, and, and, nice. and they were they were good. Okay, they were good. So I, but I'm not sure I agree with them because I've had a couple in Miami that were pretty awesome. Okay. So, but if you go to Florida and you and you're in Orlando, check out the salty donut. It is pretty good. I will. I will. All right. That's interesting. So, so I looked at Georgia because this is yeah. nearby. Now and, here's Tennessee's another one. But. Here's the thing about Georgia. Uh oh. This one. If it's the one I think it is, comes up in almost every list. Which one is it? Sublime Donuts. Sublime Donuts always comes at the top of the list. Really? Yeah. Have you been there? I ha- of course I have. <laughs> I was just saying it's close. So I nah, figured- it's close, and it's not that far off the highway. It's near Georgia, um, Georgia Tech. Okay. I've been there several times. Really? Now they do have an amazing donut, the strawberry strawberries and cream donut. Uh huh. Amazing. Okay. But they're not the best donuts in Georgia. Really? No, they're not. <gasps> and they always come up on this site. And I think part of the reason is they were on the Food Network and they've got some buzz. Oh. Like they've got a lot of buzz behind them and they're good at kind of putting their name out there. Right. But they're, well, not, the, they're not the best in Georgia. I'm looking in, into Tennessee now because, you know, got to talk about home. Well, do you yeah. want to know the best one in Georgia, man? Sure. Go ahead. Well, there's actually two and, and, and it's kind of weird. So there's one called Revolution Donuts. Okay. Which I think... Are amazing. In Atlanta as well? In Atlanta as well. They got two places in Atlanta. Okay. And then there's a place called Five Daughters Bakery, though it's a non-traditional donut. This one is more, it's a cronut. Oh. But they're amazing. Okay. And by the way, a shout out to our listener, Amy. Okay. Who, while I was at camp, she dropped off her kids. She brought me a box of Five Daughters Cronuts. She's awesome. Oh, she was so awesome. Oh, thank you, Amy. I shared them. I did share them with my cat staff because I wanted them to know what good donuts are. Right. And man, they were awesome. I, I mean, we devoured those. We ate them that day. I, I was on a sugar Love high. It. <laughs> uh, it was definitely not a good day for the health message. Uh, so sorry for those of you who are. <laughs> All right. So, so Lowell Gibson, Tennessee, Tennessee, Gibson's Donuts. Gibson's don't are you on the food and uh, non food wine one? Okay. I am. And and here's the interesting thing to me, like tasty donuts to me. You know, local. I gotta give a shout out to Tasty because <sighs> because I work with them. They're awesome. I recommend it. Cambridge Square or in Chattanooga. They are fantastic. Listen, they they are nice to work with, but uh, I, I will tell you this. Why are you hating? Why are you hating? They're not top tier donuts. What? Oh, they're not top tier donuts. Here we go again. They're uh, average donuts. Okay, so you might They're have average. to listen to one of our older podcasts yeah. on this, uh, our older episodes. Uh, PJ, don't even start with me. There but are okay, four tiers so. in their tier two. They're top of tier two. Okay. Because four tier four is the best. Tier four is the best. Right, right. And they're in tier two. They're in the top I of tier two. I thought you'd go like tier one is the best, and then tier four no, 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 is no. like. No, no, tier, tier, It's like, you know, how many stars do you give them? Four oh, stars. Okay, four so stars. they're like okay. a four-star okay. donut place. So they're on the. So in other words, they're not even a three-star. No, see, three is a place that I would like go to like every time you know if i'm driving i'm gonna yeah. go to, i'm gonna go to it okay tasty donuts i'm not gonna go out of my way at all like oh, like if i want a donut me. and i'm with someone and it's right there yeah yeah sure let's so crispy cream to me is not oh crispy cream is one go, but they're one <laughs> they're terrible like they're lucky if they get a star from pj but i like taste i like uh crispy cream donuts um don't ask me when was the last time I went to a Krispy Kreme to eat a donut, though. <laughs> exactly, because they're not good. No, it, uh, well, I just... And by the way, if you're vaccinated, you can now get two free donuts <gasps> every time you stop in. I need just to one. show up then. All right, so so here's the thought, here, here's the thought process. <laughs> I, I honestly um, have been on a health trip of late because COVID really, you know, the quarantine 15 um mm. was a reality for me you know maybe, maybe more like quarantine 15 20 25 30 yeah anyhow so not 30 i didn't get that that big but the point is i'm trying to work that off so i've been going to the gym i've been eating differently and that's probably why i haven't gone to Krispy cream but my favorite dessert is ice cream mm. so that's where my achilles heel is not necessarily in donuts however lowell gibson gibson's donuts that's I've, that's I've the one. Never they been there. Good. Now, where is it based out of? Uh, I'm searching here. Ah, that, that's all right. That's all right. If you don't Memphis. Know. Memphis. Ooh. Oh, here's another thing about donut donut hunting that's very annoying. I went to. We drove by Memphis, and I might have gone there to 
to stop by. I don't know if that was one of them, but there was two donut places I wanted, wanted to go to because I, I saw a list like this. And I was like, I have to go to this donut place. But donut places often aren't open every day of the week. Oh, that's true. Like Mondays and Tuesdays, they're closed. Right, that happened once. And oh, it happens to me all the time, and it's so sad. Ladies and gentlemen, it's one of the saddest things when I want a good donut and they're closed and I can't try it. So there's several donut places that I've wanted to try that I have been not been able to. Okay, so here's the deal. In Tennessee, Uruwa, mm-hmm. right? Because we can talk about these all around the world. But we before we, we wrap this up, I want to know, in Tennessee. In Tennessee. Rank your donut locations. In Tennessee, there aren't in, donuts. Oh, oh, that sorry, are, sorry. I haven't found donuts. Sorry, in the Chattanooga, Uruwa area. Because most, not most, but a lot of our listeners are here, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, where would PJ say, let's go grab a donut? If I had to say, you have to grab a donut someplace. Mm-hmm. By the way, I would say Chattanooga is not a good donut place. Oh, can you? That's, can you just answer the question? That's number You're one. like hedging all of this and talking no. bad about... <laughs> No, 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 I'm not talking bad about it. It's just not a good donut place. It just isn't. I'm, I'm sorry. All right. If, if you said, hey, man, where's a good place to go to? I was like, take the extra hour and go to Atlanta. The extra hour? It's like a two-hour drive. Well, I'm halfway. I'm halfway. So. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't live here. I don't live here. Anyways, uh-huh. so I would always go down to Atlanta. Here, I, don't, I haven't been to Knoxville or Nashville, but uh-huh. I, so I don't know. All right, so, but if you had to, if you're like, yeah, ah, probably Duck Donuts. Duck? Yeah. Okay. And I'll tell you why they're better than the rest. Because their av- their donuts are pretty average. Huh? But you can get them fresh and warm, which ups their game a little bit. Okay. So, so they're fresh and you can put whatever topping you want. So I would go to Duck all Donuts. All right. So that's number one. Who's number two? You see, you're saying number one. It's not even number one. It's just like... <laughs> no, no, no. You're I forcing me the, to go to Donuts. I said rank them in the area. I, very, I narrowed it down for you. So it has to be... It's basically three options, basically, mm-hmm. right? Because you go Duck Donuts, Tasty Donuts, Krispy Kreme, and Dunkin' Donuts. So there's really only like four places. You're not going to go to Walmart for a donut, and you're not going to go to Food City for a donut, even though they have them. And you're not going to go to Circle K for them, and so they have them too. Another so. place that's decent-ish, but it's more, it's kind of more of a... Probably the second place I might go to because they might have some interesting things from time to time would be Julie Darling's Donuts. Julie Darling? Yeah. I have not even heard of that. They're in they're in downtown Chattanooga. Oh, okay. okay. They're kind of across from, they're across the bridge and they're across from that ice cream place, uh, whatever that's down there. Huh? I can't remember the name of that. Anyways, that's probably the second place I would go. Uh-huh. Um... Yeah. I mean, there's still some places I, I might need to try. Okay. So if people know some places down here, please let me know. Yeah, let us know. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely want to redeem Chattanooga in the donut area, but <laughs> I, I can't. I have, to, I, have to, I have to go somewhere. I just haven't found a place in Tennessee yet. Okay, at Diversity on the Hill. Please. On IG. Please, please tell me about them. All right. And again, if you want to write an email, diversityonahill at gmail.com. Now, I would go to Tasty's. Over now, is that a number three? I mean, like in the this local area, probably. Oh, you're killing me. Smalls. I haven't found I haven't found something else yet. So. Okay, okay, okay. Sure. So, so again. So we, when you bring me donuts from there, I'm happy. I'm like, oh, nice. Yeah, I know, I know, I see. And yeah. when we go and get some, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. Let, let but, me get one. But you're not excited. No, you know, donuts is my thing. But when uh-huh. I come to Chattanooga, if I get a dessert, it's usually not a donut. Really? Yeah. That's like blasphemous from someone who loves donuts so much. Yeah. I'd, I'd go to Crumble over donuts. You go to Crumble? Over over donuts here because really? they're- Really? Yeah. Wow. I didn't see that one coming. I'm just saying. You'd I, get I a love cookie. cookies. You'd get a cookie over a donut? I love cookies. Cookies oh, okay, are like, okay, okay. like, it's like, to me, I'm with you. I do think ice cream's the, that's, my number- That's my number one. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty yeah. much my number one dessert. Okay. But donuts is my number one, like, I'm searching out for this. I don't know. For some reason, it's gotten into me this, this treasure hunt of donuts. Okay. But a good, a really good cookie is amazing. You know, I'm not much of a cookie guy. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not much of a cookie guy. I don't know what the deal is with Dude, me. you get a really good cookie, that, that is hard to beat. I mean, then again, I'm kind of like a like an oatmeal raisin 
kind of cookie guy. Ugh, no wonder so, you don't like cookies. <laughs> no, I love raisins though. Ah, like, gross. Like, what? Oh, you are not Ugh. hating on raisins right now. Yes, I'm hating on raisins. Dude, raisins, yes or no? Curcio's daughter what? is in here oh, with us, and she's Lord. down with me on All right, that one. So, so I got a confession to make. Yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna put this put this on here before we 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 we're done. You know why you don't like cookies? Because that's not a cookie. That's a <laughs> breakfast bar. Okay, so get and this. A, ugh. I put raisins uh-huh. in all my cereals, cold or hot. Ugh. Just thought I'd let you know. All right. Well, it you doesn't know. matter what the cereal is. Mm-hmm. If I have access to donuts, I mean to raisins, they're going in. Disgusting. <laughs> I'll just tell you what. If there's raisins in there, I'm putting a mask on. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we want to hear from you. What do you think about... Ice cream, donuts, raisins. Let us know. Raisins. All right. Raisins, yes or oh, no. Oh, and cookies. And cookies. Oh, cookies, of course, man. You yeah. know what? Maybe you should put a poll on IG. Let's put a poll up. What should the poll be, though? Uh, Cookies or donuts, raisins or no raisins. How about a, a, a yes or no? Like, yeah, yes or no. Two things. So cookies or donuts, and we can say which one wins the poll. Or both. Or, well, it's hard because the, the, the best polls are, are two choices, and then you get like a percentage. Okay, then cookies or donuts. Cookies or donuts. Raisins or what else? Or no raisins. Raisins or no raisins. Yeah. yeah. Simple as that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we're, we're already getting consensus here. We're, I'm already winning. <laughs> I'm already winning. And this is your own family telling you, by the way. Oh, that's all right. They, they're entitled to their own taste buds. Well, hey, man, this went longer than I thought it was going to go. Yeah, but that was a lot of fun. fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully you liked our clickbait this week. Remember, we've got some interesting topics on the horizon. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, hopefully you had a wonderful time. Bless you, my friend. Man, I don't know. My allergies are killing me right yeah, now. You're I don't know it, what you're the calling deal it is. allergies, but I'm a little, I'm a little suspect no, here. No, it's not. Whatever, it's not. dude. Whatever. I'll go get tested I'm, to make I'm, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not worried. Anyways, thanks for listening to us at the Diversity on a Hill podcast. Yes. We hope you had a good time. Uh, PK, why don't you let's, pray for us? Let's do it. Loving Lord, again, we thank you so much for the opportunity to have deep conversations and have fun while doing so. We just ask you to continue to guide us, direct us, and draw us closer to you that everything that we shared may have been a blessing. And if there's some things that were kind of off, help us address it as we continue to grow together. Uh, So thank you for your love. We love you too in your name. Amen. You have been listening to the Diversity on a Hill podcast. Yes, you have. This is PJ, and I'm out. (laughs) PK here. Many blessings. Till next time.